What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Roan is here. We're recording on Monday night. I just cashed a nice bet off of uh, the Tigers beating the Red Sox, sweating out some Yankees Jays. Adam, how are you? How was your how was first weekend of, um, of of full Major League Baseball for you? Um, overall, pretty good. You know, obviously, it's so early as far as fantasy league, so some are good, some are bad. Uh, but you know, obviously, good weekend for the Mets, taking three out of four. I mean, I want them to sweep the Nationals. That's a team that they got to beat. But you know, it's to start three and four is a nice start. Although tonight, not good news. Taiwan Walker leaving after two innings, and he looked really good. Velocity was 95, struck out four. But I haven't heard yet. But I'm assuming it's the surgically repaired knee. They gave him an issue in the spring because after the second inning, he went into the clubhouse, asked the trainer to come follow. Haven't seen an update yet uh, as we're recording. So um, so that sucked. But, yeah, I mean, it was also it's kind of frustrating right now because you're seeing starting pitchers just not go deep. And you have to understand that for DFS purposes. You know, I'm doing these Yahoo DFS videos and, you know, you start two pitchers there. And, you know, for example, I'm like, look. For your second pitcher, and maybe even both, you really don't want to spend up right now. These guys are just not going deep into games. Four innings, sometimes less, maybe five. If they go five, they're not getting a win. Um, so it's kind of frustrating right now. But we knew that going in with the abbreviated spring. And some of these guys didn't even throw much in the spring. Like, there was no way you should use Ranger Suarez tonight. He was behind. He showed up to spring late. I don't even know. I won start maybe two in the spring. So you knew he wasn't going deep and his defense didn't help him. Alec Bohm, three errors and three innings. Uh, we knew the Phillies defense would be bad, but you know, he was pulled after like 60 plus pitches. So you have to understand that early on. It's frustrating. It's even worse when your aces get bombed. Brandon Woodruff, who I don't have, but that was rough. Jose Barrios, who I think I probably have in one league got bombed. So you have to understand it's early. Pitchers are going to not go deep into games. It's also frustrating when players sit in these platoons. It's just, uh, especially if you're in a weekly league. And uh, I'll give you an example of, uh, I mean, obviously Jazz Chisholm hitting at the bottom of the order. He was frustrated. But the Kyle Tucker shit, I don't understand. The guy hits two home runs. And you bat him sixth again the next day. And you have Nico Goodrum hitting third and Jose Siri hitting leadoff. Like, what the fuck does Kyle Tucker have to do to move up in the order, Dusty Baker? Yeah, well, Dust, listen, Dusty's a, you know, his own animal there, right? I mean, that's a dude that he just he always favors the uh, the veteran. He does not like with the row. He doesn't like the Nico Goodrum, though. Come on. <laughs> I listen, I know. But, you know, hey, Nico Goodrum has been around for, you know, what, like a decade now? Yeah, but his first year with the Astros, he should not be hitting third in any major league lineup. Listen, I agree with you completely here. Now, listen, the, the, for me, the pitching is is different story. Like I expected, I expected uh, pitchers to be held back here early in the uh, in in April. I didn't expect anybody to to throw. And look what happened, right? The the one guy who I was like, "Come on, don't pull him, don't pull him." Uh, Joe Girardi leaves Aaron Nola in, sends him out for the seventh, and uh, and he went yeah, from like yeah. six innings and one earned run to six innings and four earned run. But he got the W though, so yeah, he did get the W, sure, but. Could have been a little, could have been a little softer on the uh, on on the ratios there in the uh, in the whip, right? Well, let, I mean, let's put it this way: so we have three games final as we're recording. All the wins were recorded by a reliever. Yeah, and congratulations to the Baltimore Orioles who became 
the last major league team today to get a win. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, it's it's the participation trophy that everybody wanted. Everybody gets a oh, win. Oh, my bad. I made a mistake. Four games are final. Four relievers recorded a win. Who are the relievers here? Daniel Bard, who blew the save, but who blew the save. But okay. Greg Holland gave up two runs in the next uh, in the tenth. Um, Logan Allen for Cleveland, Bauman for the Orioles, and Fulmer for Detroit. Those are your four wins. Look at that! Look at that! I mean, listen again. It's the you know, it's the first turn through the rotation. I'm not I'm not devastated. Yeah, no, you can't. That. You can't. You can't panic about it. You you we knew this going in. It's just. It's more frustrating when you're looking at your fantasy team. You're like, oh, yeah, my starter went four. Oh, my starter went three and two thirds. Uh, yeah, this is uh, not what I envisioned. And then you have a dude. I was live on the radio Thursday night. I fucking was tilting. <laughs> <laughs> I kept interrupting everything we were doing. I don't know if you stayed awake and you saw this one. You Darvish has a no hitter for seven innings. Oh, yeah, yeah. They pull him. And I had no problem with that. I knew it. The pitch count. Whatever. Uh-huh. Robert Suarez comes in. Now, I have him in my lineups because oh, yeah. <laughs> the day before the Rodgers trade, I'm like, all right, you know what? I, I'll leave him in. Or it was already locked. All right, get me one save this weekend, and then I'll cut you. Comes in, issues a walk, another walk, mm-hmm. a wild pitch, a hit batsman. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Craig Stammen comes in. Walk. Walk off home run of Seth Pierre. Like, Lose the Darvish win in multiple leagues. Suarez, three batters face, three runs. I was like, this is one of the most fucking epic collapses I've ever seen, bro. Like, the Diamondbacks didn't do shit. <laughs> dude, I could, I, and it fits. He's like, oh, it's one game. I'm like, dude, it's not one game, okay? If I m- miss out on a league win by one fucking win or one save, I'm fucking coming at you. Save this fucking audio. <laughs> I mean, I got, you know, because because that I did watch it because it crushed me because I have Darvish in a few leagues. Um, I also invested in the Robert Suarez Pierce Johnson battle there, trying to figure out what was going to happen in that bullpen. Um, and I left Robert Suarez active. So um, I got just as douched as you did uh, on that one. Um, I so how funny this I'm sitting there on the air today. Speaking of which, right? And I've got Daniel Bard in for Colorado. And I'm like in the middle of, of a sentence. I'm like saying something to Jim. I think we're talking about the uh, our picks to click at the end of the fantasy alarm show. And I watched Bard give up the home run. And I, I like I couldn't even hide it. I was just like, oh man. I start bashing Willie Calhoun, who hit this home run. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me on this one here, man. Right. Like, I mean, it's just garbage. Absolute garbage. Now, Bard did backdoor into the wind. OK, fine. But I'm sorry. Uh, that just that, that wasn't helping me. It wasn't helping. me. And, you know, it's so funny, too, because earlier on in the show, you know, I, I used to. I used to not be able to stream all the games while I was on the air because my old I guess my old modem, the bandwidth or whatever, but it would like affect the, the codec. For you know, for for Sirius XM, we use a piece of equipment called a codec, a Comrex unit, um, which you know connects via the internet, uh, which is how we broadcast from all of our different locations uh, on Sirius XM. 
And so finally, like, you know, I get this new modem now and the speed is just ridiculous. So I'm able to stream these games. And and I, I kid you not. So I've got I'm invested in this, uh, you know, the, the Detroit Red Sox game. I put that bet out for the uh, the daily roundup today. Um, I said, take the Tigers in the money line at plus 105. And you might as well just double down because the Tigers are getting a point, you know, a run and a half on the run line. So, you know, and that's that's minus 150. So just, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, uh, double down on that one there. And and the Tigers are up one nothing. And of course, again, I'm in the middle of a sentence and I see the, the home run go. Um, for who's it from the Red Sox who hit that home run? I don't even remember who the hell it JD was. JD Martinez, I think, right? It was JD Martinez. And I just and I just completely lost my train of thought during the show. And I actually said it during the show. I was like, I don't even remember what the point I was that I was making here. I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. Like, I don't even know how I got to this point here because all I was watching was this stupid game. I, I can't I can't stream and, and, and broadcast at the same time. I'm going to have to stop doing that. Oh, it's tough as a lead host. See, I'm, at least I'm, I'm the analyst, so it's easier for me to do because I don't need to focus on going into breaks and out and reads. So I just have my phone and uh, uh, no volume on and I have the game because I have the MOB app on my phone. Uh, but yeah, it, it's tough, man. But uh, man, yeah, definitely rough. By the way, uh, Taiwan Walker left right shoulder irritation. So it's not his knee. Great. Oh, even better. I, I love it when it's when it's an, a, not an injury that he's had recurring. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, boy. Unbelievable. Are you sweating anything out right? What are you sweating out in MLB right now? Nothing, man. I, I really go light early on uh, uh -huh. because, you know, I love the pitcher props. It's just so difficult, man. These guys are not going deep into games. And, you know, you could risk, all right, well, just take the under Ks, but some of the numbers are low. So um, I'm not sweating anything now as far as props or bets today. Uh, just watching the Mets. All right. Well. Mazel tov to you on that. And they're up three, nothing good for you. I, um, I, I had, like I said, the tigers, um, I've got the, uh, I've got the Yankees Jays on the, uh, on the first five inning, uh, under five runs. So it's two, nothing right now in the bottom of the fourth. They're going um, to the top of the fifth. Yep. Alec Manoa looks great. Right. Got a lot of walks though, great. Right? Am, am I mistaken? I thought I saw just now that he has, uh, yeah, four walks, man. Does he's he? Four walks, five Ks, 67 pitches. So four innings, one hit, no runs. So, yeah, he's not getting hit, but a lot of walks. Ty on uh, pitching well himself. Four innings, four hits, two runs, no walks, five Ks. Uh, I did start him today. Uh, I just need no runs over the next inning. And I'm very scary with the Blue Jays, isn't it? But it is, dude, it is. Well, it was warm today, but it's Dude, I played softball yesterday. Fucking cold as shit. Windy. It was nasty, man. Did not want to be out there. The weather fucking sucks. And I'm afraid, I know we're a week away, but it's not looking good for next Monday when we go to the game either. Oh, that would be a bummer, dude. Right now it's saying next Monday, uh, 54, 30% chance of rain. Obviously, it's a week out, but 54, 39. So we're probably going to be at a game with temperatures in the 40s. Well, I'll have to uh, I'll have to bundle up. Yeah, do that. You know how windy it can get at these stadiums in New York, especially City Field. You told Red Rum, right? We got a ticket for him. Yeah. Um, the only issue, well, not issue, but because the t are the tickets already purchased? 
I believe they are. Uh, he was just like, hey, is there any way I could get one for my son? I'm like, I'm not in charge of this, man. He's like, then I'm going to have to lie because if my son finds out I went to the game without him, he's going to be heartbroken. I was like, all right, I'll see if I can find the seats and if he could get a ticket for him if he wants to go. Otherwise, he's just going to have to sneak out. I hope you're not listening to this in front of your son. <laughs> Hi, Leo, if you are listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him know. I'll be like, yo, if you're going to listen to the pod, don't have it when your son is listening. <laughs> exactly. Right. Give him the heads up on that one. Oh, but uh, to me, I love it that a young kid, his son's like, I don't know, seven, eight, loves baseball, man. Because we took him to a game last year. So we're going to take him again. And we're going to definitely go. But he's like, yeah, if he finds out I'm going without him, he's just going to be. I was like, all right, well, don't tell him, man. Right. Sorry. Dad's got a business meeting. Yeah. I mean, plus it's a Monday night. It's um, you know probably at school. It's not going to be comfortable. I mean, it's better to take him on a nice sunny week weekend or sometime in May or June. Yeah, exactly. Exactly the point. <laughs> Whatever. Lie to the kid. Just lie to the kid. I That's mean, people, it. Lie, yeah, people, lie, kid. people lie in life every day, right? Come on. People lie all the time, dude. Yeah. They do it all. There's lies during this podcast time. consistently. Are there, though? No, probably not. I was going to say. This is not a an arena for lies. No, we might. No, no, no. This is not an arena for lies. We might, I don't know, embellish a little bit when we're talking about other stuff. But when it comes to, like, straight up, like, sports and our bets and our picks, I, I think we're we're pretty nicely done. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, I mean, look, it's I'm just I I love that a kid is excited for baseball. He plays, too. He's a catcher. So, I mean, because I don't know how many kids are like that anymore, man. You know, we talked about how, like, the game is slower and kids are all into tablets and video games. So the fact that this kid's really excited and wants to go to games and loves playing is phenomenal to me. It's phenomenal to me as well. I think it's fantastic. I really do. You know, oh, that would yeah. It would just it would it would depress me if like if if he brought his kid and his kid's face was in the tablet the entire time. No, right? trust me. He'll watch the game. He'll ask questions. He actually started playing fantasy baseball this year too. Oh, see, now we got to get this kid a ticket. <laughs> now yeah. we got to get this kid. Sounds like he's fun. He is. No, definitely good personality, fun kid, man. So. Um, yeah, so we took him to his first baseball game last year, or maybe second. I think he went to Yankees first and then City Field. And it was a day there was a, I think it was the, they were doing some ceremony and he was all excited to go there for BP. They had no BP that day because of the stupid ceremony on the field. <laughs> so I felt bad. He brought his glove. He was all excited. We had pretty good seats. So, but you know, there'll be more. I know. That's uh, like, did you hear, did you hear that story about, uh, the, the, Girl who lives in Denver who was like a huge, huge Steph Curry fan. Oh, yeah, that he wasn't there for the first game and then showed up because he was resting or whatever and then showed yeah. up and like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was like so, about a month ago. So he he brought, yeah, yeah, and he brought her and her whole family to San Francisco, right? Like gave him a, a, a vacation there and tickets to the Warriors game that he was going to be playing in. Very cool of him. Very right. cool of him to do. Now you're going to have a, a bunch of uh, mail letters mailed to him like, hey, 
You sat the day I was here uh, in New York. Yeah. You opened up, right? You opened it up. I mean, I guarantee you he's getting fan mail from people like, oh, I see what you did for this girl. Deborah. what about my little boy? He loves you. Yeah, Look right? at these everybody, pictures. Everybody in, this fucking, everybody in this fucking world with their hand out, right? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So bad. It's so bad. The whole, like, if he's got it, I've got to have it. Kind of mentality that just that drives me nuts. I was like my my uncle, my my uncle growing up, and you know this this was like in the in the the late seventies, early eighties. He was like that fucking guy who had the T shirt that said "He who dies with the most toys wins." He like always had to have like the latest technology and VCRs and you know all this just this nonsense stuff. It was like that. He was kind of a douchebag. Uh, I see. Yep. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of family you don't like, huh? Oh, dude, I don't like any of my family. Are you kidding me? No, actually, I take that back. Actually, there's <clears throat> on my on my my mother's side, there's my cousin Richard, right? And like his immediate family there, like those I like those people. Those guys were great. My my parents were like dicks about like not wanting to like see family all the time. They didn't like to go to like family functions or whatever. I, I, I can't figure out why. Because my dad was a fucking embarrassment, but nevertheless, this one little pocket of family, right? I mean, that, that lives down in the DC area. Th- I like them. They're good people. I never see them. Probably never going to well, see that's any why. Them again before I that, die. That's why you like them so much. You never see them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, these. This was like this was like the good group. This was like this was the group where like I was probably like. Like a little kid thinking, why didn't I get born into this fucking side of the family? Like, what the hell happened there? So, in any event, we don't need to talk about my family history. Well, I do want to talk more baseball here. So, talk to me here over the weekend. Like you were saying, you were expecting certain things, hot starts, cold starts, you know, whatever. Um, Aside from the fact that, well, anytime that that there's a, a closer by committee situation, it's a hot mess. Did you learn anything about uh, about for, for fantasy baseball over the weekend? I think it's too early. I mean, there's some things that are concerning. You know, Joe Adele's start is bothersome, and Madden doesn't seem to want to play him every day. He was not originally in the lineup Monday, but Mike Trout was uh, scratched due to mud butt. So Adele was put in the lineup. I was talking about that on the show today. Yeah. Because <laughs> I called – <laughs> so Jim, so Jim texted Perryman Asian like when we found out that Trout was scratched, right for Monday's game. We um, you know, there was like it was like oh, so there was they didn't say what it was, but they said he's scratched and he's not going, but he's not going on the IL. Correct. Right, and then they come out and they say that it's some sort of like uh, stomach. Uh, irritation or something like that. And immediately I'm like, well, I mean, if, if this is something that they would even remotely say, like, I mean, listen, if it was just regular, like he's got the rumbly bumblies, right. Then, okay, fine. Then, then, you know, he'll be fine in a day or so, but to actually talk about an IL stint had me a little concerned, a little worried about, you know, like, listen, if this dude has like, you know, late breaking Crohn's or colitis or something like that, and what that kind of effect that has on everybody because that's a you know an intestinal di- you know disorder. Um, 
than than what was it? But then Jim texted Perry Manasian, and Perry Manasian called it a stomach virus. Joe Madden called it like some sort of like uh, I don't know stomach irritant or something like that. Uh, and Jim was like, Howard called it the rumbly bumblies and something else. And I was like, oh well, you know, I was like, if if Rodas was here, he'd call it the mud butt. That's right. <laughs> Jim's like, what's the mud butt? <laughs> So having to explain what mud butt was to Jim Bowden was a, a very entertaining thing in, indeed. Anyway, you were saying, so Joe Adele, seven strikeouts in nine at-bats. He finally did. He did get back in the lineup because of Mike Trout's mud butt. Yeah. I mean, just some platoons, too. Um, you know, what's going on? Bohm and Stott. Uh, for Philly, although it looks like Bohm's defense might play him out of the lineup. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he had 17 errors last year. He already has... He has three and three in it in the first three innings tonight. Uh, Patino oblique is the report now for him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's, you know, it's tough to take away. I mean, Bellinger continues to struggle, but he was going down draft boards. Um, yeah, Brewers offense off to a rough start. But, I mean, it's tough to, I mean, you really want to look at playing time. Um, that's mainly the thing that I'm looking at for for some of these players. And, um yeah, again, we we do this every year. Everyone starts to panic, gets concerned, but it's really the guys that are at risk of losing playing time. Oh, Kayvon Vigio, man. They keep pulling him during the middle of the game. Like, dude had one at bat the other day, pinch it for him, and then today he's not in the lineup. Um, Espinal um, started today, so that's definitely a concern. Um, I know Vigio was a late pick, but in deeper formats, OBP, you know, one of the few lefties in the lineup, and it's not like the Yankees throwing a lefty today. So, yeah, I mean, those are things that I'm looking at and, like, raising an eyebrow. Uh, really, it's the playing time. Yeah. Uh, definitely trying to figure out at-bats in a number of situations. Closer situations also. Just, to, you know, there are just there's so many things going on in bullpens right now. It's definitely too early to, to kind of tell who's doing what. Um, the only thing that I am 100% sure of, Adam, is that, probably time to trade Byron Buxton right now while he's leading the league in home runs. <laughs> you were going to say that. <laughs> I can't Things wait. that are frustrating though, man. Yo, why the fuck have the White Sox not put Lucas Giolito on the IL? I don't know why they didn't. I mean, I wanted to make moves last night and I was like, wait a second. I go to labor. I'm like, uh, why is he not on the IL? And I'm like, wait, did they place him on the IL? I go to the transactions. He didn't. I'm like, what are they waiting for? Because they, they said, play, he, did they play today? No, but this happened. Wow, what? See, but go. did it happen? What? Friday or Saturday? No, it happened. What was it Thursday or Friday? It's been a couple of days. You yeah. already said you expect them to miss two starts. What are you waiting for? I don't know, man. I don't get I don't that, know. man. I don't get. Listen, that. that's the the White Sox, right? I said the same thing about Yoan Moncada. Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is different. Like you know, he has an injury. We saw it. They said it. I think what he pitched opening day. So that was Thursday. Mm -hmm. And they said, yeah, we expected to miss two starts. Okay. Four days have passed and you don't put him on the IL. What, what, are, what are you waiting for? Is he miraculously, oh, he's fine now. He's going to pitch. I mean, I doubt it. This Danny Jansen placed in the IL like minutes before the game tonight. Now there's nothing you could do there. But now if you're in a league, weekly league with two catchers, yeah, I'm pretty sure you don't have three. I know I don't. So now I'm fucking weak without. A catcher. 
Yeah, dude. Listen, these late IL placements fucking drive me up a wall. They drive me up a wall. If the guy is hurt, just fine. Say he's hurt. Well, That's no, the, I mean. Jansen, the Jansen thing is just bad luck. Like, you know, uh, he probably showed up today or whatever. Right, but how many times has that happened over the course of a season? It happens well, like the worst, it happens on a Monday. Like, you couldn't do Always it on Saturday. On do it on Saturday, Danny. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> These guys just don't understand. They don't Adam. give it. Like, come on, man. So, Oh, I will say this. CJ McCollum, props to him. Pixwise uh, put it out there. I retweeted it. I saw it elsewhere too, but um, I guess someone must have said something on social media and he responds, yeah, don't use me in your parlays. I'm only going to play a few minutes today. Like that was nice of him to do that. I mean, we pretty much knew the game was meaningless. He probably wasn't going to play, but hey, he let people know, hey, I'm only playing a few minutes. Don't put me in your parlays today. Nice guy. What a sweetheart. Yes. McCollum, props. Oh, shit. Well, you know what? Actually, you got the NBA playoffs. They're actually starting up. You've got this week is um, shit. It's all the play in games, right? Yes. Uh, Tuesday, they start two games on Tuesday, two Wednesday, two Friday. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's dive into Adam Ronis's betting thoughts um, on uh, on the on the play in games. And then we'll, uh, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens beyond that but we're going to pay some bills right now uh when we come back some uh some nba betting you might want to be paying attention to a la adam ronis so stick around we'll be right back all right adam master of the segue there right going to cj mccollum saying yeah well let's move on from some mlb let's talk a little nba um obviously I'm, I'm sure you're pumped for the NBA playoffs, right? I mean, I don't, I don't, I, you know, or, or do you get super jazzed up about the NBA playoffs, even though I'm assuming the Knicks are your team that they're not even they're remotely? Not. In? I don't, I don't have an NBA team. I really oh, that's I do. Right. I do, you know, want to see Knicks, Nets win, locals. Um, but you know, it's not going to crush me if they don't. So I will root for Brooklyn here. Um, but obviously, they have a the deck is stacked against them. But they did do enough to become the seventh seed. So now it puts them in a spot where they do play on Tuesday and they are home against Cleveland, who just fell apart. Uh, they had a lot of injuries. Jared Allen being out because um, they were a great story this year. They were so profitable for me most of the first half because they were coming into the season as one of the worst teams in the NBA. And they were one of the best for a while. Injuries caught up. Uh, it's a shame because they really had a great season. Uh, they're way ahead of where they should be. Uh, but Jared Allen has already been ruled out. He will not return. Uh, Nets are favored by eight and a half. Uh, but I, I will take Cleveland getting the eight and a half. I don't love it. But if you're asking me who to take, I would take them eight and a half. You know, the Nets are just a team that just can't get a lot of stops. Now, these teams did play. They play on Saturday or Friday? Let me see. They played on Friday. So it was an important game for both teams. So no one sat and the Nets did win by 18. I mean, 11, 11, but it was a close game throughout. And really the Nets used a 35, 19 edge in the fourth quarter to pull this out. But um, Cleveland, you know, shot 49% from the field. Uh, they just didn't hit enough threes in this game, but I think they can keep this competitive. Uh, you got Karis LeVert on Cleveland against his former team. So if you like the revenge angle, 
Uh, he had 16 Ooh, points. You know, I love six, a good revenge narrative. Yeah, he only had 16 points, four rebounds, four assists, and 34 minutes in the game on Friday. But, um, you know, with Brooklyn, they just rely on Durant and Kyrie Irving so much. These guys are playing huge minutes. And, like, if one of them has a bad game, then the game could stay close. So the game on Friday, Durant had 36, Kyrie only had 18. Um, so I do think that the game could stay close. I do think Brooklyn wins. Um, so I would take the eight and a half. And then in the nightcap, you have the Clippers in Minnesota. Minnesota has played very well this year. The Clippers just recently got back Paul George, uh, and they've been playing good basketball. Still haven't really heard anything on Kawhi Leonard. So I'm assuming that he's probably not going to play in the postseason. Uh, they also got Norman Powell back from uh, injury. They uh, traded for him in February. Clippers have won five games in a row in six of their last seven. Um, so I am going to take the Clippers getting three uh, to keep the game close and potentially win. So I do think, you know, this could be a close game. So I'll take the three points. And I do think the Clippers have a shot to win this game. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. So that's that's Tuesday's action. So you like Cleveland getting the eight and a half. You like the Clippers getting the three. You like them also coming out um, as a, what's the money line on uh, on that? Uh, Clippers are plus 125 on the money line. Oh, nice. Okay. So there you go. There you go. You take the points, take the money line and, uh, smiles. Um, all right. On Wednesday, you've got Charlotte going down to Atlanta. Oh, uh, is Charlotte close enough to Atlanta though, where the, where, where the magic city wings in the kitchen don't like really take much of an effect here? Or is this like major home court advantage here for the Hawks? Um, I don't know. I have a, I have to run that through my algorithm. <laughs> the magic city effect. Yeah. But how, how do you weight that usually? Uh, 15% in the algorithm. <laughs> I, you know, I like to, you know, take a look at the team. I like to go through some of their past wing orders because listen, if they, you know, like if they're like a lemon pepper wing, right. Is that Lou Williams, lemon pepper wings? Yeah. That's Lou Williams. Those things are phenomenal. They're phenomenal. All right. So Charlotte, Atlanta. Then the other game, you got San Antonio against uh, against the Pelicans. Most of the game, by the way, shout it out to all the Lakers fans out there who can stop watching basketball now. And uh, sorry, guys. No wonder Jim didn't want to talk hoops today. Um, what do you like for Wednesday? Um, I don't really have a strong feel on the Hornets Hawks. I think it'll be entertaining. Um, kind of lean Atlanta minus four and a half. They've played very well to finish the season. And uh, they have the experience from last year, making the run to the Eastern Conference Finals. Definitely not as good as last year, for sure. Um, but they have finished the season strong. They're very good at home, 27 and 14 at home. Uh, so, yeah, they, they've played pretty well here down the stretch. Uh, last time these teams met, Hornets won, but that game was in Charlotte. But I like the way um, they have finished the year. So I lean towards them. And then in the second game, I want to take the Spurs getting five. Uh, I think these two teams are pretty close. So I'm going to take the points here. I do want to see, though, what's going on with DeJounte Murray. He has missed about a week, a week and a half. He was ill and lost some weight, too. So it sounds like he's good to go. But that's something I want to keep an eye on because... Uh, he can. I love playing Dejounte Murray props as well. 
Uh, he's always a threat for a triple double. So, uh, and the Pelicans are not a good defensive team. Also got to keep an eye on Brandon Ingram. If he's going to play for the Pelicans, he's been sitting out recently with a hamstring issue. He missed time on a hamstring issue, came back. I'm not sure if they were just exercising caution down the stretch since they were kind of locked into their seed. So those are a couple of things I want to, I want to look at. Um, but I, I lean Spurs plus five right now. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, there you go. And, you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, if Adam's got some change of heart or change of thoughts or something like that, you should be able to, well, I'm sure you'll have something written up on picks wise for Wednesday morning, right? Uh, I should, probably should. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you've got the picks that Adam likes here for tomorrow. Well, today that you guys are listening to it. Um, so look at, uh, look for pickswise.com for any other changes uh, that Adam has for uh, Charlotte, Atlanta and San Antonio uh, at New Orleans. Uh, Adam, cast I, I, the Yankees bet. What's that? I was just going to yeah. say, I'm going to. I'm like, I'm going to George Costanza it right now and leave on a high note. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Um, yes, I cashed my my Yankees bet. So uh, 3-0 and on my uh, on my bets today, my best bets. But who doesn't love, who doesn't love starting back up and, you know, just saying, you know what, I'm just going to do this because some people are asking for it. And they just, they, they want to know my picks. I'm more than happy to do it, right? I'm doing the article anyway. So why not just throw it in there at the end? For sure. Now all we need is the uh, Blue Jays to win this game, and it's uh, great. I'm okay with that. Uh, the Blue Jays win in this game. I'm fine with that. I've got I've got enough Alec Manoa. At, uh, well, well, if they win, it doesn't guarantee he gets the win. All right, dude. You know why do you got to see that? I'm well, just you just put that energy out there. Well, it's disgusting. I'm just trying to be realistic here. You know, no, how you're being a pessimist. Works. You're being a glasses half empty kind of guy, right? No, I'm not. I'm saying he's going to lose. That's positive. <laughs> Manoa is going to get the win. Don't talk about it in terms of the Yankees are going to lose. Talk about it in the terms of the, the, the Blue Jays and Alec Manoa is going to register a win. How about that? Why can't you put that out there? Okay, yeah, let's do that. Such a jerk. I'm so not sitting next to you at the game next week. Oh, I wasn't planning on it. And I'm wearing Giants gear up the wazoo. Okay, well, if a fight breaks out, I don't know you. If a fight breaks out, I don't fight anymore. Come well, on. Okay, fine. You're just going to let the Mets fans throw shit at you and your Giants jersey? Are the Mets fans really genuinely going to throw shit at me? Um, Probably not. Are, 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 you guys, are you guys that big of a bunch of assholes? No, please. I'm just going to go to a game with four of my friends and you guys are going to throw shit at me because I'm wearing a Giants jersey? Oh, yeah. It doesn't happen at any other stadium except City Field. Dude, I was in Fenway Park in a Yankees jersey and nobody threw anything at me. You're lucky. You, dude, you've seen the videos of shit that goes on at these stadiums. Well, now. I mean, listen, you know what? Because those are assholes. Those are drunk idiots. Like, I'm well, not going into somebody's stadium <coughs> to go be a dickhead about it. I'm going in there to root for my team. It's not even really my team. Yeah, it's more to root against your team. I get it. <laughs> Oh, look at that. James McCann with a stolen base. <laughs> Will wonders never see. Oh, my God. He got the most, He got a huge jump. He was almost <laughs> at second base with a catcher caught the ball. Oh, my God. So funny. All right. You check it in on, uh, on the Met game. I'm going to go finish watching my Yankees game. And everybody out there, 
is going to say, thanks for chatting, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you later. So <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Um, oh, you know what? Wait, before we get out of here, let me just ask you real quick. Um, did you get anybody good from Fab last night? Did you have any like big bids? Was there anybody out there who you were surprised was still out there? Well, Josh Lowe was available in my main event. He went for 555. So I didn't come close on that. Um, most of my other leagues, he was rostered. Yeah, I think every other league he was rostered. Um, he actually, in the draft I did Monday night last week, he fucking went in the 12th round of a 12 team league. I was oh, like, yeah, you were telling me yeah. about that. Yeah. It's, um, dude, I didn't, nuts. I didn't get anyone. I mean, I got Daniel Bard and TGFBI. It was actually. We both bid $33. I won the tiebreaker and I did not start him this week. Um, I got Chad Pinder in a couple leagues and he already homered today um, for pretty cheap. Uh, who did I get in town? Oh, Tyler Duffy. I was surprised. Like, it was only one other bid on him. I mean, I know he blew the first save opportunity. That doesn't mean he's not going to get the next one. So I got him for like, I don't know, 18 bucks. So the negative is he has to be in the lineup this week. But right. I mean, but I don't know what Minnesota is going to do. I mean, people think Duran, but do they want to use him for multiple innings? Could it be Pagan? I don't know. So I was like, I'll take the shot for like 18 bucks. Um, but yeah, I didn't, nothing major. So yeah, Pinder. Um, Pinder. Yeah, I didn't go, yeah, I didn't go in after anything really. I, I, you know what? I went after, I went after Chris Paddock in, uh, in, in Tout AL. Yeah, I heard he went for like 288 or something. Yeah, right? something like that. I threw like 127 on him or something. I was like, you know, listen, if I get him, great. If not, not the end of the world here. I'm not gonna, you know, overbid for him. It was kind of a it was it was kind of a, a light week for me as far as that that goes. You know, it was like, you know, obviously, you know, I, I don't have bid money left in uh in in labor. I mean, I've only got like five bucks there. So, you know, I was like, oh, Taylor Rogers is still out there. I'll throw, I'll throw a dollar on him, see if I can squeeze him by. <laughs> that kind of a move. Um, but other than that, yeah, man, it was uh, it was good to like not like really have to sweat this second fab bidding. A, a, a oh, match. I did get I did get Steve Kwan in labor only for two dollars. Only two bucks. That's actually that's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, again, did you start him. Yeah, yeah, I had to because again. Back to the fucking White Sox. Um, AJ Pollock has a hammy, but he's going. What was he on the paternity list or the bereavement? He he was. They said before he even got hurt, they're like, yeah, after some of these games, he's going to go. I don't know. I so many guys are on the paternity bereavement list. I get it mixed up. Yuli Gurriel, uh, Edwin Diaz. So I don't know. Pollock's on one of those lists, but he has a hammy, so they didn't put him on the IL. So I had I have him and Gilito both in labor. We only have five bench spots, so those are two guys done. So Twisting yeah, I, the wind. I had to get Quan in there because, um, and I had to play Adele as well. I didn't really want to, but I didn't. Really, I don't have any other options. So yeah, I did pick up Quan and put him in the lineup this week for labor. So, but yeah, I, I didn't spend a lot this week. Um, but it just wasn't a ton of options. Yeah, me neither. What league are you, are you in first place in any of your leagues? Um. Yeah, the online championship for the NFBC. I was high as 39th overall, which is so stupid. Why are we even looking at this? Because um, it means nothing. But uh, I think that, uh, yeah, that's it. I wasn't in GST for a bit, but I don't think I am now. But who, who gives a shit? Why are we talking about this? It doesn't matter. It's fucking, 
Four days, five days into the season. Four days okay. in, man. Come on. You've seen all those screenshots on Twitter. Oh Let's God. end the season now. I can't. I, that is just so fucking ridiculous, man. But hey, have <laughs> your fun, guys. Have your. Oh, I'm out of last place in labor. Yes. Oh, good job. I'm mean, now in Tev. This is just like last year when I was last for two months and I was depressed. <laughs> I was like, this can never happen. Face it, Lindor. That's it. Come on, McCann. Get in there. Uh-oh. Harper's got a gun. Uh-oh. Yes. Four nothing Mets. Let's go, baby. I will um, talk to me in August when I'm depressed and the Mets are blowing it. I know, right? You enjoy your enthusiasm while you can right now. Exactly, man. You gotta be happy <laughs> <when you> can. <laughs> By the way, I'm in first place in the FSGA right now, and I've got a, a 23 point lead. It is over, Howard. You can get. You're gonna get another ring. Should I? Spend, should I just tell Digger to give me spend, my ring now? Spend that 150 or whatever they give you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Honestly, I should not laugh. At least they put a prize on the line. I cannot say that for some other industry leagues. That's all I'll say on that. Okay, you can say that. I'll tell oh, you what, man. Let me what bet I'm about something do? real quick. Real quick. I know you got, we're going to go. Dude, I went to go bet for the TGFBI side pot. Did you know it's fucking illegal in New Jersey? I did not know. How is that fucking possible? I, I don't know. I don't live in fucking New Jersey. I DM'd Derek um, Buchar from the NFPC and... Yeah, he said that because I was like, wait, this got to be a mistake. And he's like, yeah, I don't get it. How's fantasy and betting legal? I couldn't be in the side pot. It's illegal in Jersey. Everything else is legal here. It was the first, one of the first states for legalized betting, DFS. Everything's good. I can't, I can't be in a side pot. Like, are you serious? I don't even know. I, I, I don't even know if I'm in the side pot. I saw your name. Oh, good for me. Yeah, because I went, I, there was like, I don't know, 70 people or something when I looked. And I was like, oh, shit, you know what? I need to get in here. And where, I went where, to go. I where is them, that? Um, I don't know. I probably can't see it now because after I was after I tried to do it the the day before. And then when I went opening day, when I clicked on it, I'm not, I'm not in it. So I can't see anything. Oh, but side you, challenge. All right. There, there I am. How many people? First. How many people? Um, <clears throat> there are 79. Damn, man. I'm so mad because I've done very well in TGFBI every year. I think I had one bad year, but I've been top 10 one year, last year, top 15. So, I mean, I think you have to be top three to cash, though. So I, that's really hard. But still, you're talking about 80, 79 people. I'll take my chances. And I couldn't get in. I, I, I was like, this is ridiculous, man. The, the rules, first of all, the rules in this world are fucking stupid. COVID-19 has taught us this with everything that's got on. It's just amazing. <laughs> the lack of fucking common sense in this world. And it gets worse every year. You would think we advance as society. No, it gets fucking worse every single minute. See, now, now, now do you want to complain about me welcoming death? Like, uh, do, do I want to continue to be a part of this fucking annoying world? Well, there's still some good moments. There's definitely some here. good moments. But you know what, man? I've had those good moments. I don't need. So what do you say? You have nothing left in life to look forward to? That's no, what I'm saying. not saying that. I'm just yes, saying you are. that. You said I've had those moments. Everything that, that happens from this day until I die is just gravy for me. It's just gravy. Uh, I don't have a, I don't have a bucket list. Well, actually, I do have one bucket list item. That's right. I did tell you that. I have one bucket list item that is to uh, to go to a Packers Vikings game 
in Green Bay in December um, and take my shirt off for the cameras. <laughs> Come on, man. You're telling me there's no places you want to travel. There are definitely places that I want to travel to. But am I am I am I like sitting there like saying I, I, I can't die without having seen this place? No. I'll come no. back another lifetime and see it. Okay. If I really want to see it that badly, I'll see it in the next lifetime. But do All I right, really want to I really want to punish the current state of me uh, anymore with with this fucking annoying cancel culture world? Oh, Jesus. dude. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's bad. But. I still want to live my life, so. I definitely want to live my life too. And I am. And I am. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna what are you gonna do without me, Adam, with 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 Annie up when I'm away at, at Fish all next you know, in two weeks? Uh I don't know. I guess I'll figure it out. We're guest guest coming on, I guess. I don't know. You you figure it out, dude. I figured it out while you were gone. You figure it out while I'm gone. Well, I only have two days to cover. Why do you only have two days to cover? Because Monday we're going to the Mets game and Tuesday I'm off. Oh, that's right. Oh, we should just we should just live record ourselves at the <laughs> game. Right? Yeah. Just hit the record just, button. Just record on the cell phone and then just send the audio to Shannon. So we're like, this is horrible. Like, just do it. Edit it. Do your job. Don't question us. <laughs> just kidding, Shannon. You're great. What I want to get canceled. Go wrong? I want to get canceled. Edit that out, Shannon. <laughs> Stop drinking soda, Shannon. She doesn't drink so. Oh, she does drink. She, she does. does. Drink I get you don't drink the soda. Yeah, I get on her all the time. I'm like, you got to stop. It's one of the worst things for you. It's all sugar. I get it. She's young and she can deal with it, but <laughs> it's a habit you want to cut early, man. Shannon Blood, a.k.a. the new Robin Sparkles. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about then, well. Is that a movie reference? It's a it's a TV reference. Oh, OK. Yeah. So, you know what? Just. If you want to know more about Robin Sparkles, uh, just tune into the Fantasy Alarm Show on Wednesday when Shannon Blunt is my uh, my associate producer. There you go. She's there you have it. Producer Tuesday night. I think she usually is. So. Oh, see, you should ask her who Robin Sparkles is. Then. I will do that. You you wouldn't ask her to do her Adam Ronis impression, but you'll ask her. Who I know Robin I forgot Sparkles until is. she came on when I was hosting with you. Dude, there's a new challenge, by the way. We're going to get you, we're going to get Shannon, and then we're going to get Michael Torres, the other associate producer. Oh, boy. He is- right? And we're going to get the three of you to answer questions. And I'm going to have to figure out which one is Ronus. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a fucking blast. <laughs> that dude is the dude. We I don't know if I told you this, but we did a segment last week. He's just betting like everything on the Mets. And I'm like, this is the perfect example of the casual better who bets with their heart. Don't be this person. He's like, yeah, I got money on the Mets to win this World Series over 88 and a half wins because I guess it dropped with the DeGrom news. <laughs> and I'm like, look, dude, I, he think, he's like, oh, you're not supposed to root for your team. I'm like, no, you can. You don't bet with your heart. I love the Mets. I hope you win the bets. I hope all the money is yours. I want to see them win the World Series. But don't get blinded by your fandom. And I do think that is an issue for people who are just getting into betting. You can't do that. You never want to root for your team to lose. I understand. But like objectively, like you, I don't know if if you were on the Blue Jays tonight, but you might have said, hey, Manoa's really good. I'm not taking the Yankees tonight. You got to do that. You got to look at objectively. Don't like put all and of all the teams you do it with the Mets. Have you not learned from history? I get it. I get it. There's optimism, Steve Cohen and everything. I'm excited, too. 
but I'm not putting money on them to win a World Series. And if they do, I will gladly say I was wrong. (laughs) I totally forgot. He told me that you yelled at him for it. I didn't. No, I thought it was very interesting because I thought it was a good look. We're here to educate and inform listeners. And the way he was talking was like the most optimistic fan, which I think we do get sometimes. Maybe not as much on Fantasy Channel anymore because I think people are in a fantasy and they realize, hey, it's my fantasy team. I got to take players on my rival teams. There's still a contingent, though. They're like, oh, I've heard people say I can't play fantasy because I can't root for Eagles, Cowboys. Yeah, that's just, that, that's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But I'm, I'm, I know there are the people who are just getting into sports betting have those thoughts like, oh, I can't bet against my team. Uh, I'm going to bet on my team. You got to be realistic here, man. You know, and could the Metro North sir? Yes. But like, don't go out there and like, oh, I'm putting my money on this team. They're going to win and so confident about it. That is true. I, I, for one, I I bet on the Yankees not scoring early in this game. There you go. Perfect example. You know, do you want them to score? Yeah, that's your team. But you're you're looking at it objectively like, hey, this is a tough matchup. I think they're going to struggle. That's how you have to do it. You know, you just you have to do it that way. And and obviously, the more experienced betters are good at that. And some I, I think. Some people are like, oh, I'm not even a fan of a team anymore. Like, I'm just rooting for money. I mean, I don't think I'll ever get that way. I'm just rooting for no, money. No, I think there are people like that. I think maybe the uh, I mean, not professional betters or people who do it a lot. I think they stop rooting for teams. Um, it feels that way sometimes. But I'll always be a fan of my teams. But I'm not going to let it um, get in the way of uh, me losing a ton of money. Imagine betting Mets on, uh, money on the Mets in the World Series every year. I mean, shit, you're broke. <laughs> I don't want that. Again, I hope I hope he wins. I hope he does, man. He like tweeted like, "Oh, here with the ticket. If uh, if we if when I win this, seafood's on me." I was like, "All right, cool. I, I hope you win, man. Take me out. Let's see. Let's do it. I'm not rooting against you. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's the Mets, man. We've been here before. We know how this turns out. Hopefully, it changes this year. But you know, don't pound your chest like, oh yeah, it's a lock. The Mets are great." What happens first? The Mets win the World Series or Byron Buxton plays a full season? Mets win the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I'm positive and pushing it into existence. <laughs> oh, it's like Adam read the secret. Good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for us here tonight. Big thanks to everybody for liking and subscribing. We'll be back tomorrow. I don't know why, but we will. (laughs) Oh, God, here we go. It's it's a fast at night. (laughs) No, you kidding, man? I'm 3-0 on my best bets today, man. Okay, so today's a good day. Party, man. I might actually actually consider a little foreplay tonight just to get my wife in the mood. Oh, look at that. See what happens when you win money betting, guys? Start doing it. Right? I'm such a giver. That's going to do it for us. Thanks so much for liking and subscribing. Best of luck to all of you. And uh, for Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.